Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. What the hell are you doing here? From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio. Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey know. From 7 till 11. Welcome to Thursday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis. Wow, we're going to have a good time tonight. Man, the NFL schedule is coming out tonight. Um, I had a few things up at NJ1015.com, but it's going to be uh, officially released, although dribs and drabs have been uh, coming out. Uh, former New York Giant and Super Bowl champion Rich Soybert uh, is going to uh, call in, and we're going to talk about the schedule. He's now a football coach. High school football coach, so uh, we'll get into that. Meanwhile, uh, we're talking about Busted. There's a new play, Word of Mouth Busted at the Bucks County Playhouse. And uh, Stuart Carroll, uh, who's behind the whole thing, is going to call in. I want to hear the stories about when you got busted. We'll definitely get into that tonight. But I want to start it off with mom, your mother. Mother's Day is coming this Sunday. And it turns out that uh, New Jersey scored high. Uh, when it comes to moms in the workplace, right? New Jersey scored in the top half of states in all three major categories, making up nearly half of the U.S. workforce. Working mothers are better off in New Jersey than in most other states, according to uh, 2023 rankings from WalletHub. Uh, and this is fantastic. And what I want to do here, a couple of things. I, I want to maybe give you something to give your mom for Mother's Day or someplace to take your mom for Mother's Day. I want to hear your mom's stories. I want to hear what your mother did for you in your life, the difference that she made. You always hear, my mother scrubbed floors to put me through college. I want to hear your mom's story. I want to hear your mom's story as to, like, uh, her biggest influence in your life. You know, how many jobs did she work to put you through school? Did she work when you were a kid? Are you a working mom? How are you balancing being a working mom and raising children? You know, the flexibility. My wife, Deneen, is a saint to be able to do all that she does. You know, from 4 o'clock in the morning when she wakes up until like 11 o'clock at night when she passes out. And it's amazing. And me being a pain in the ass, try to keep awake a little longer, you know. But, but seriously, I want to know uh, your best mom story. And also, uh, give me something that your mother used to say. Right? What are some of the things? we got the contest going on, Mommy used to say. Maybe we get some ideas here. Maybe we share with the class. So uh, give me your best mom story. And uh, the best thing your mother used to say, you know, doesn't have to be serious or thoughtful. It could be funny. You know, my mother used to say all kinds of funny things. <laughs> and uh, the best story is going to get you a choice. I got a pair of tickets to see uh, Michael Martucci's classic comedy on the lake, Saturday, June 10th. It's going to be Goomba Johnny, Freddie Rubino, and myself over at uh, MJ's at the Buttonwood and Route 34 in Matawan, a hysterical show. 
or I'm going to give you Catch a Rising Star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency located on the lower level. Uh, for show dates and information, catcharisingstar.com. For the uh, comedy show at Madawan, it's uh, myconcerts.net. Uh, two very funny shows, honest to God. So uh, give me a best mom story. 1-800-283-101.5. When you were growing up, you know, what were some of the things your mother did for you? What were the best things? What are the things you most remember? What did she used to say? You know, my mother, uh, my mother worked in Union City as a private secretary, uh, managing uh, apartment buildings and had all kinds of side jobs and all kinds of side hustles going on. My mother was someone who, no matter what you needed, she knew somebody. She taught me that. She taught me how to, you know, there's always some way to get something done. There's always somebody that you know. There's always somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that you know. Uh, <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. So I want to hear your mom's stories. Does, uh, you know, did she work when you were growing up? Were you a latchkey kid? Did she, uh, are you working with your, uh, you know, with your child? What kind of flexibility? It's different now. You know, than it was then. Is it harder? Was it easier? Um, back then, it seems like today, moms are more hands-on than they were back then. You know, back then, we just, you know, you, you went out, you came home. Uh, there were rules that needed to be enforced. But there are those best memories of your mom. The time that she did something for you that uh, you'll never forget. And these are the stories you're going to talk about. On Sunday. You know, these are the stories you're thinking about all week as you go out and buy mom the perfect present. Or, you know, think about what to buy as the perfect present. And uh, Jeff Deminsky's got a blog at nj1015.com about ideas to give Jersey moms. But what's your best mom story? You know, growing up. Or what's your best story of being a mom? Something that your mom did for you. Something that you did for your kids. 1-800-283-101.5. It's, uh, it's nice to see that, uh, you know, moms are okay in New Jersey. Their moms are doing well. Uh, however, New Jersey's best showing was recorded in the category of work-life balance, which includes the state's policy on parental leave. Uh, New Jersey's worst ranking, we came in 22, was recorded in the category of professional opportunities, which includes measures such as gender pay gap and the ratio of female executives to male executives. So, given that, when you were growing up, did your mother stay at home? Was she a stay-at-home mom, or did she go out and work? And uh, what was it like raising you? What's your best mom story? Do you have one? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, if you are a mom now, and you're raising kids. What's your best? Uh, what's your best story of being a mom? Be it with a newborn, be it with teenagers. Either way. And uh, the best story. I'm going to reward you with uh, tickets to one of two comedy shows. Right, Goomba Johnny, Freddie Rubino, and myself over at MJ's on June 10th. Or catch a rising star on the Princeton Hyatt. Any show in the month of May. What do you got for me? 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. We started off with the moms. Don't leave money on the table if you have to move out of state. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage. Has buyers lined up and get your home sold fast and for more money than you thought possible. Anthony bought his Plainfield home with the help of Rob's team. But when he landed a job as a New York City police officer, he needed to sell it. 
so he could move to New York City. The purchase process was so smooth that he naturally called Rob's team again to sell the home. Turns out the selling process was just as smooth. After only eight days on the market, 26 showings and multiple offers, the home sold for $300,000, which was $30,000 over the list price. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. So call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google RobSellsNJ. And then you start back 009. This summer, take a shortcation. New Jersey 101.5 is giving you a free Jersey shortcation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on a New Jersey 101.5 app to win your Jersey shortcation. Three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at the Hard Rock Hotel, AtlanticCity.com. You could win a free shortcation. Good luck. From New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. All right, I'm looking for mom stories. I'm offering comedy tickets for the best mom story. This is going to be so easy for you. On top of that, give me something your mama used to say, right? What did your mother always say? And we did best advice a couple of nights ago, but there were moms that had a saying, you know? Uh, like, shut up, things like that, you know? Like, uh, like uh, put the seat down when you're finished, like, you'll eat what I cook. You know, things that your mom used to say. Come on, I'll give you a chance. I want to get you, I want to get you out of the house. Thomas is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Thomas. Thomas, you there? Um, I'm oh, here. Now I got you. I had to turn it on. What's happening? Well, you know, I was like, you know, a pretty rambunctious kid when I was, I, I got bruises all over my body and, you know, my mother used to, how did you get this bruise? I said, well, I, you know, I didn't know what to tell her. Right. And she said, she kept pestering me. How did you get it? What happened? This, this, and that. And I finally told her, well, I, you know, I, I didn't know what to tell her. So I, I told her I got hit by a car. You told her you got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened then? I, I, and, then uh, and that was it, you know. So, you know, I, I didn't know what to tell her. Yeah, so, and, so know, what did she do? She would say things all the time, you know, expletives that I can't say on that radio. Yeah, right, right, right. Start out with numb nuts or something like that. Well, you know what? See, in those days, moms could curse and nobody cared. Today, oh my God, that's uh, you know child mother, abuse. You know and she got mad at me so time, uh, at times when I told her that she cursed at me, mm -hmm. and she would spank me. <laughs> I was telling her that she cursed at me. Uh -huh. And she did curse at me. Yeah, of course. My so, own mom's cursed. Yeah, they do. I mean, you know. And so, you know, I don't know what to say to her. I mean, she just said, I just told her I got hit by a car. Did you come clean? I mean, did you? Did she, like, call the police? I mean, did she want anything in the car? Rubbed, or did she, yeah, what did so she do? I got a jar of Vaseline when I was a kid and rubbed it all over my head. Uh -huh. Okay, and she sat me in the sink and scrubbed my hair. And said, what do you have to say for yourself now? I said, well, my hair's clean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm putting you in the hopper. Let's go to Nick is in Hillsborough on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Nick, hey. Stevie, what's up, buddy? Good evening. Good, pal. How are you? Good. So um, I actually lost my mom on Saturday of Mother's Day weekend back in 2015. Oh, I'm sorry. It was, uh, yeah, unexpected. But uh, she was always good for a laugh. Yeah. 
So uh, I'm the youngest of three boys. We're, you know, we're Italian family. Right. I remember uh, one of the things that thinking about now, just I, I crack up. When I was younger, she's doing her hair, doing her makeup, getting dressed. And I'd say, Mom, where are you going? And she would say, crazy. <laughs> and I, I, not knowing that's a real place, I would say, I want to go. <laughs> I like that, man. You know what? It's the things you think about now. It's the things you'll think about, you know, this week. And I know you miss your mom, man. You know, you were lucky to have her for as long as you did. Absolutely. You got it. Nick, I'm going to put you in the hopper. Hold on. 1-800-283-101.5. The best mom story is going to get comedy show tickets, uh, be it Catch a Rising Star or be it uh, Goomba Johnny, myself, and Freddie Rubino. And if you've ever seen Goomba Johnny, Goomba Johnny's heard with Anthony Rudia and uh, Freddie Rubino, if you see all over the place, both headliners. And then it's me to bring them on stage and tell you some jokes. So it's going to be a good time. That's uh, myconcerts.net. It's MJ's June 10th in Matawan, the Buttonwood. But uh, give me your mom story. Give me a funny mom story. My mother, in Union City, we had, uh, we had what they called railroad rooms. Right? There was no hallway. It was one room after another room after another room after another room. And um, we're, we didn't have a living room. You know, so life took place. Not only did it begin, but it took place in uh, my parents' bedroom. And that's where everybody would, you know, my, we had the, my mother had the color TV next to the air conditioner. So we would go in there and we'd watch the TV shows. I'd lay across the front of the bed, my mother and father be in, you know, uh, in the bed. My sister would be between them and we'd watch TV. And then like uh, once a week, my mother would make the bed. So you get out of bed. I ran after bed. Got to make the bed. So now my parents are making the bed. The mattress is there. The sheets are on the floor and everything. And, uh... My uh, father says to my mother, where's, uh, where's my pillow? And my mother sarcastically responds to my father, it's in my back pocket. To which my father, not missing a beat, says, I thought all that was you. <laughs> so then it was just my mother, myself, and my sister on the bed, and my father was sleeping downstairs in the basement. Uh, gay, uh, let's see, uh, Jay is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jay. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How about you? Good. So I always have a, you know, I'm 45, but I still have this phrase from my mom stuck in my head. But, uh, you know, me and my brother would always be screaming, Mom, where's our glove? Where's this? Where's that? And uh, she said, why don't you stick a broom up my butt and I'll sweep the floor while I walk out. (laughs) (laughs) And that always stuck in my mind. It was hilarious. You know what? That sounds like something you'd see in the Jetsons. (laughs) I could see the the cartoon image of that, you know? Not the real thing. I like that. I like that, man. All right, Jay. All right, man. All right, I'll put you in the hopper. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Gail is in Flanders on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Gail. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, so I thought growing up at one point that my mom really could, that she had x-ray vision. I got to a point where I really believed that. Right. Um, one day I uh, was coming home from kindergarten and I went into the refrigerator. So like the door opened out towards the right. And on the other side, my mom was ironing. And my dad would drink um, beer from like a, a quart, you know, like a quart bottle. Right. And so that's a I, man's man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Colt forty-five. I, I think it was um, ham. He was a 
Ham's man back then. Oh, a Ham's man. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm coming home from kindergarten. I go in the refrigerator and I'm drinking some beer out of the court. Right. And, and my mom's like, Gail, are you drinking beer? And I said, what are you doing? I said, nothing. She said, are you drinking beer? <laughs> and I was like, oh, how does she know that? And she must have seen through, like, you know, the seam of, like, where the door opens. Uh, or smelled your breath. <laughs> yeah. Or took a shot. <laughs> but at that so, moment, I was like, wow, she really can see through things. Really? So I just thought that was it. I got to complain. So I just said, yes. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> and then what what did she do? She was she was okay about it. She just said, You have to ask us first. <laughs> well, that's good. And you know, she didn't do the thing where she sat you down and made you drink a six pack till you threw up or something. Yeah. I mean, that was that was actually you got it off easy that time. <laughs> I did. I did. All right, yeah. right. Well, it, it was funny. That was funny, Gil. I'm gonna put you in the hopper. One eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five. What's your what's your funny mom story? Funny mom story. What's your what's your me- what's your memory or your best mom memory? Uh, best mom memory. Um, one time in kindergarten, I was I you know I was six years old. MTV. I was a huge Boy George fan. <laughs> my mom was getting ready for a job interview and told me to finish my oatmeal, watch Sesame Street, then go to kindergarten. Right. But what she didn't know is I threw some barrettes in my hair, took some of her lipstick and some eyeshadow, and threw that on, put it above the eyebrows because I didn't want to get it in my eyes of course <laughs> and then she had to come down and uh, go to the principal's office and you know a- a- answer some questions on why her son was dressed like boy george for kindergarten today so- we be teaching a life story <laughs> in jersey schools <laughs> 7 30 now the- jersey 101.5 brought to you by wendy's wendy's three dollar breakfast deal is your choice of bacon or sausage egg and swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes for just three bucks Break your morning routine. Get your $3 breakfast deal today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Steve Trevelis, Rich Soybert coming on later on. Former New York Giant. Talk about the uh, NFL schedule. He's now the head football coach at Wachung Hills Regional High School. And uh, he's damn good at it, too. The team went 7-3. and three. Let's uh, talk mom, shall we? Uh, your best mom story. And if you give me a good one. The best of all, the best of the best, going to get a pair of tickets to uh, Comedy on the Lake, June 10th, with Goomba Johnny, Freddie Rubino, and myself at MJ's and Buttonwood on Route 34. For tickets, you go to myconcerts.net. If your mom is Italian or your mom likes to laugh, you want to take her there. Or June 10th is tied up. Catch your rising star on the Princeton Hyatt Regency. Hook you up with any show in the month of May. Catchyourrisingstar.com. But I want the best story for this, okay? George is in Weaversville, Pennsylvania, on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, George. Hi, Steve. Okay. When I was eight years old, my mother took me to the doctor right after we'd had lunch, and I had about three sodas. And uh, she took went into the office with me, and I'm a, I'm a kid, and, and the doctor wanted a urine sample. Right. So the doctor gives me a, a porcelain dish about the size of a soup bowl, you know, tells me to, you know, come bring him something. I'm like, oh, wow, I really got to go. You know, so I go down the hall right. and, uh, and proceed to fill this damn thing up to the brim, and I'm coming back down the hall, sloshing it as I'm balancing, sloshing it in the hall, 
And as I rounded the corner to go back into the room, uh-huh. I ran into the nurse and spilled it on her. Oh, and what'd your and mother do? Mother, well, my mother is snickering and laughing and told my father when we got home. Right. And they were both bursting out laughing. And my favorite part of this is my father turns to me and says, George, it's quality, not quantity. <laughs> my, my, my mother is 85 and my father is 80. Seven. They were both teachers, my dad college, my mom high school, and they are both still sharp as a tack, and I love them both very much. That is a great story. That's a great dad story. I love it. George, thanks for the call to Jersey 101.5. It's quality, not quantity. Let's go to uh, Gary is in Raritan on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gary. Hey, Steve. How are you tonight? I'm good. How about you? I got a mom story. Uh we used to drive back and forth to Virginia in a 65 Chevy station wagon with my brother and sister. Right. And things that she would say was, don't make me stop this car. <laughs> the back of the seat and you know, she could never reach us. Right. 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 So that's my story. That's And you were facing the back, right? You in that wood, that wood panel yeah. station wagon facing the yep. back while you drove. Yep. Yep, old 65 Chevy wagon. I like that. At, at a range from mom's hands. At a range. That's right, brother. I think mom had mom had like a rubber band arms, my mother. My mother could reach me around the bend. There'd be no problem. All right, Gary, hold on. We're putting you in the hopper. Let's go to uh, Frank is in Aberdeen on New Jersey 101.5. Hiya, Frank. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I got a good one for you. Give me one. I'm 17, 16, 17, about then. Um, my friend's brother is the head bouncer at this big club here on 35 called the Old Fountain Casino. I remember the Old Fountain Casino. Yes, yes, all the big acts were there. Right. So we get a job there. We're running beer. We're helping proof at the door. We're 16, 17. We're making more money than God. Right. My mother used to wait up every Thursday night when I came in because my father drove a truck. And she'd be pissed off. And if I said, oh, all the money I'm making, I don't care. You're going to end up in jail, whatever. <laughs> Fast forward to the summertime, I get mono. Uh-huh. She never knew I missed about 90 days of school where I was late. Oh, God. So I'm in a hospital right. at Bayshore Hospital. My best friend, Timmy's coming in there to see me. Right. He was the one I work with. She comes in and she goes to school. So she goes to the Oprah's High School and she get, got, comes in with the records and papers. Jesus Christ. I smite. She asked me how I feel. No, I'm not. Is that right? Do you know where I was? I said, well, don't worry. I feel like shit. You know, I'm playing the whole fucking martyr. Oh, no, right, hold on, Work. hold on. You cannot curse. I had to cut you. Yeah, I'm sorry. We get, you know, it's a very, very comfortable show. But if you curse, I'm not on the very, very comfortable show. And then uh, it makes me very uncomfortable being unemployed. So we can't curse on the radio. Although it was a really, really good story. And it brought back great memories of the Fountain Casino. 1-800-283-101.5. Mother's Day is Sunday. We're thinking about mom, right? We got to get mom a present. Maybe we hook mom up uh, with a comedy show. Uh, Give me the best mom story and I could get you one. I got uh, two different comedy shows. I got Catch a Rising Star, any uh, show for the month of May. And they also have Comedy on the Lake, which is a very, very funny show with Goomba Johnny and Freddie Rubino and myself. Go to myconcerts.net, give you a pair of tickets. uh, Because, again, I want you to have a good time. Uh, But I need your best mom story in order to do that, okay? 1-800-283-101.5. Some of the things that mom used to say, like, uh, did you take your miserable pills? Or I said no. 
Don't ask again. My answer will be the same. Or what the... That was pretty much my mom. Uh, how about this one? Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Oh, God. It's like these people read my mother's mind. Don't, my, my favorite one. My favorite one. Don't make me get the wooden spoon. Because I had no idea in my house that the wooden spoon was actually used for cooking. .gov. It's Mother's Day. Share with New Jersey 101.5, which your mama used to say. I got the best advice at MJ1015.com for you. One lucky entry will win mom a pair of sparkling diamond stud earrings worth $2,500. Enter now on our New Jersey 101.5 free app or NJ1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Earth Treasures Jewelers, Highway 35 and 36 in Eatontown. The name you know and trust for almost 50 years is Mother's Day. Tell us what your mama used to say to win. From New Jersey, 101.5. All right, what do we got here? Give me mom stories, because Mother's Day is Sunday. And uh, the best mom story is going to get a choice of comedy tickets to either uh, the big show at the lake on June the 10th with Goomba Johnny, Freddie Rubino, and myself, uh, myconcerts.net, or catch a rising star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency any uh, Friday or Saturday in the month of May. Catch a rising star.com. Let's go to uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Marsha. Hi, Steve. How are you? You hear that all the time, right? Uh-huh. All the time. All the time. Really. I know. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. So I have a great mom story. Yeah. Um, my mom grew up in Virginia, and she never lost her southern accent. Even though she died at 92, she still had that southern accent. And she was um, a docent at the Philadelphia Zoo and gave tours of the bug house and took animals to schools and nursing homes. So at the end of her career there, she was um, she was giving tours of the primate section, which at the time had a huge open area with the ropes for the monkeys, the primates, to swing on. And she was telling us and family that one of the gibbons was in love with her. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, my God, what is she doing, right? <laughs> so my sister decided to take her youngest child there. And I think he was probably eight at the time. Right. And when, she, you know, she goes and she comes back and I said, well, what happened? She said, you're not going to believe it. She goes, mother's giving this tour and she's talking about the primates and, of course, her southern accent. And I did say that she said one of them was in love with her, right? Right. So she... She's talking, and my sister said, all of a sudden, there's this noise, and this gibbon is coming, swinging, you know, from tree to tree on the ropes. He comes over, stands right in front of my mother, and starts beating his chest and, like, making screaming noises at her. So she said to me, she's right. He was in love with her. That was the story. (laughs) Hold on. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. We're going to take Matthew and Barry coming up. Give me your best mom story. Jominski and Doyle. Got a smartphone four years ago. Best thing ever, because now I got the 101.5 app, and I can listen to Jominski and Doyle whenever I want. (laughs) Can't get that on a flip phone. Weekday afternoons, 2 till 7, on New Jersey 101.5 and NJ1015.com.
yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Trevelis talking to you at 1-800-283-101.5. Ah, we got a lot to talk about tonight, I'm telling you. It's going to be a good time. Stuart Carroll, uh, word of mouth busted from the Bucks County Playhouse. Calling in at 9 o'clock. We'll talk about those times you've been busted. Dun, 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 dun. That was the same. Uh, also... Rich Seibert's calling in, former New York Giant football player. Uh, Going to be talking about the NFL schedule, which was released tonight, so we got to get into that. Uh, but right now, we're talking about mom stories. 1-800-283-101.5. I want to hear the stories of uh, your mom because I want to be able to give you something that you could give her for Mother's Day, which would be tickets to a comedy show, either at Catch a Rising Star in the Princeton Hyatt Regency, or on June 10th, uh, we're going to be doing a show with Goomba Johnny, Fed Rubino, and myself, myconcerts.net at MJ's on Route 34 in Matawan. You may know it as the Buttonwood. So uh, give me a cool mob story, and the best one so far is going to get the tickets, okay? Let's go to Matthews in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Matthew. Hi, thank you for having me on. Anytime. What are you thinking? Uh, I got a short story. So cool. my mom is a, a little on the older side of the spectrum if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, so the whole family's at a diner and, you know, they got the mirrors everywhere. Uh, she needs to use the restroom. So she gets up, she turns right, and, you know, she's just right into the mirrors, just facing them. And she stands there for about 10 seconds and she just throws up her hand and goes, well, one of us is going to have to move. <laughs> what did you guys do? <laughs> we Well, we cracked up and she never, ever lived it down. That was about 10 years ago. We still talk about it. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. That's fantastic. Hold on. I'm putting you in the hopper. Let's go to ba- Barry is in South Plainfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barry. Hey, Steve. Uh, I also have a memorable one that uh, always brings a laugh to everybody whenever we talk about it. Oh, yeah? When my late mom, Marlene, uh, was uh, driving us kids one time to a roller rink in a uh, old uh, station wagon, whatever. Okay, we were, you know, cutting up and everything, and she's getting nervous, and desperately she says, hey, guys, will you cut it out? You know I can't see and drive at the same time. So to which I said, well, Mom, what do you do? Feel the road? <laughs> so that stabbed me. She what? She slapped me, right? There you go. There you go. Those were the days. Those were the days. I'm going to put you in the hopper for that. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. This is the time. You know, we got the Mommy Used to Say contest, and we're giving away uh, diamond earrings, so uh, you want to enter that. and That's still at nj1015.com. Go to the Steve Trevelis page. I got a, I got the best advice mom has ever given you. I've got the stories of that. I've got the stories of, um, you know, the things that mommy used to say, you know, like, uh, don't make me come down there. You know, the mom, the things that mommy used to say, like, uh, did you change your underwear? You never know when you're going to be in an accident, you know, like the things that mommy used to say, you know, you spend more time at work and your job and you should be something you love. Follow your dreams. Uh, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. It'll always be an argument when I was going out and didn't want to take a jacket with me. Uh, as mom said, uh, to boys about a hundred different, to my boys about a hundred different things. That's the other thing. You know, what of your, what did your mom say to you that you've passed on to your children? Or what are some of the things that you found out? You know, you know I can't wait for you to get older. You'll see. Right, and then then you got old, and you saw, 
You know, what are some of the things that you discovered that mom was right? 1-800-283-101.5. The things that you pass along to your children that came from your parents. And you're sitting there going, you know, <laughs> my mother would be looking at me like if my mother were around today and she saw me with my kids, she'd be shaking her head going, I told you, I told you. And she'd be feeling good because she finally got her revenge. You know, was a Harry Chapin. They grown up just like me. Uh, it's not that bad, though. 1-800-283-101.5. You ever watched the Goldbergs? There was a, they went off the last, the last episode mercifully ended last week because the show started off so good and just crashed and burned so bad. But it was a story of Adam F. Goldberg who lived in Abington, Pennsylvania. And when his, when he was a kid, he, um, recorded his family with a camcorder, big one of big giant camcorders in the eighties and got ABC to turn his, cast his family as a sitcom. And uh, they would do an episode and end it with some of the actual footage from the real family. And it started out as a good idea. But then there were problems on the set and they got rid of the uh, father, Jeff Garland, and it just got wacky. But anyway, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. But they would, uh, you know, they would, they would have the, you know, they would have the, uh, the momisms, uh, you know, from back, you know, from back in the day. And when you see the difference between then and now, you find out. There really much, wasn't much of a difference. All right. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. And uh, like I said, we've got Stuart Carroll calling in from uh, the play Busted, the Bucks County Playhouse. Uh, Rich Soybert, Rich Soybert from uh, the New York Football Giants, who is now the head coach at Wachung Hills Regional High School. The NFL draft is coming out. The ske- I'm sorry, not the NFL draft. I keep saying that. The NFL schedule has been released. And uh, it started out now. So when we get it, when we find out where the Giants are playing, we'll go over it with Rich. We'll talk about uh, the catch that he should have been, uh, you know, when he was interfered with in the playoff game and the Giants ended up losing the game, which is a whole other story to the San Francisco 49ers. Ryan Bissell is here. How's it going? Good. So I got a mom story. You do. Um, Growing up, my mom um, always had a a larger Honda vehicle. It was usually the... the, um, the uh, uh the Odyssey the, ah, the minivan you know yeah because uh, there was three boys in my family uh, I had a twin brother and then an older brother so she needed the the space and so she used to call it the mom bus the mom bus um and she always used to be like tuck and roll like when we we get to <laughs> the school to get us to get out yeah um and there was one time so uh it, to a, a short like outside here when the vehicle's moving right um. It doesn't close like the automatic door doesn't close, so it's gonna stay open and it oh, has this high noise that. that goes with it. It goes mm. ee as you're driving away, um, and so my mom really had to get to work, and so you know she we're pulling up to the front of the school. There's nobody else in the line because we're that late, and she's mm. like tuck and roll, tuck and roll, <laughs> and so we're hopping out and we just hear ee like you know fading out into the distance. And we didn't get a chance to thank her. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. I hate when the cars make the decision. Right? If I don't want to wear my seatbelts, that should be my choice. I don't need the car keep reminding me to put on my seatbelts. You know? or, or the same thing, like um, at certain times when the car doors won't open, the car doors won't open, and you got to make sure that you got, you're sitting there with the car in park so that the kids can get in the car. You know, th- th- for me, it's annoying. What about you? 1-800-283-101.5. But um, I can't believe Mother's Day is already on Sunday. And yet, here it is. So like I said, if you go to nj1015.com, 
And uh, you check out the things that mommy used to say on the Steve Trevelis page. You check out the uh, best advice of mom. And uh, we got a, a mom story from Ron in Long Branch. Hi, Ron. How you doing, buddy? Good. How about you? Not too bad. This one took me uh, a good 40 years to figure out. Okay. My mom used to say, like, if I was doing something stupid, right? she would say, did you come up the river in a bubble? <laughs> and what did you figure out 40 years later about that? Uh, I guess when, like, fish come up the river, like, underneath, uh-huh. there's a lot of distractions, and, but uh-huh. there's, like, somebody on a bubble. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> did you come up the river on a bubble? <laughs> all right. Uh, here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 101.5 Steve Trevely's. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. On a Thursday night in New Jersey, go to nj1015.com and check out the cool things about South Jersey towns you may not know about. Check out the best advice moms have given. Maybe you can learn something. Um, did you happen to watch the Donald Trump uh, CNN uh, town hall last night? I can't believe that I would ever go on the radio and ask anybody if they've ever watched the Donald Trump CNN town hall. I never would believe CNN would have put Trump on television, let alone give him a town hall. And it was, you know, we talked last night about um, the sexual abuse suit that uh, he was uh, uh, told to pay out $5 million to the accuser. And my opinion, he should have testified. He didn't. He addressed that last night. But I'm watching the... Uh, you can't not watch it. You know, CNN comes out and he says, we're going to put Donald Trump on television. And we've got a room filled with Republicans. Uh, we've got a room filled with either people who voted for him or are undecided of who they're going to vote for. And we're not going to... We're going to let the audience answer questions. And you're thinking, all right, this will be good. I really want to hear what the guy's got to say. I want to hear what he's got to say going forward, what he's going to do to fix the country. I'm watching today as Title 42 ended and we're overrun at the border. I'm watching as inflation is through the roof and we just cannot afford to live with this president who's decided that he's going to go four more years. Is Trump the answer? I don't know. I'd like to find out. I'd just like to hear what the man has to say. But you don't get that. And what's sad about it, if you watch it, give me a call. 1-800-283-101.5. What did you think? Uh, Caitlin Collins was the, um, uh, she was the, I guess, the proprietor, the interviewer, whatever, the co-host. She was the CNN person. And it's her, him and her. So we're going to have him take questions from the audience. But first, I want to ask you this. And next thing you know, it becomes like a WWE SmackDown. Next thing you know... We stop getting information and we start getting confusion. And we start going over the same old plotted ground. She wants him to concede the 2020 election. He refuses saying the election was rigged. And the dance begins. Now she's over talking him. She's yelling at him. She's trying to fact check him. She's, and he's going on and on and on. And Trump knows how to handle people. He's been handling people all his life. And she was no match for him. And what sucked about it we spent all this wasted time on the, on the point that he was never going to concede and she was never going to win. And then we move on to January 6th. Again, 
all covered, been there, done that, plotting over and over again. The, the two of them are talking. She's trying to over-talk him. You know what? If you're going to do town halls, and CNN desperately needs the ratings, and that's why they put Trump on, for no other reason. And now, like, uh, everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon, get their name out there, like AOC, and who cares? Uh, but for me, I just wanted to hear, out of curiosity, I just want to hear what the guy had to say. I hadn't heard from him in a while. Guy's a great showman. And if you put him on and you really believe that he's going to, uh, you know, self-implode, let him do it. You don't need that. But these journalists, they want to make a name for themselves. So in making it, so they figure they're going to they're get that piece of tape. They're going to get that clip that will go down in history. Of the time they got Donald Trump. They were in the, the last time he was president, people were writing books off their Q&As with Donald Trump. So there's money there for these reporters. What's not there was any kind of information. And be it, you know, as far as like Trump goes, it's like all right, every time. So now if Trump runs for president, every time he, he appears in an interview or a debate or put on a show, it's going to be an argument. It's going to be it's going to be him trying to speak and them trying to cut him off. Why not just when you do these things, say, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to fact check him. We're going to let him go. And at the end of the show, stay tuned. And we will have fact checkers come out with all of what he said that was wrong. And do it that way. Instead of what was going on last night, because it really sucked. And you know, again, as someone who just wanted to get information, and if it was any candidate, you know, whatever candidate they had on, a town hall with, uh, you know, DeSantis. All right, good. Let me hear what he's got to say. What would you do if you were going to run for president? I don't know if Democrats are running. I guess Biden's going to do it all himself. But instead of, if this is the way they're going to conduct town halls, don't waste my time. You know, if this is what television networks are going to do, they're going to put candidates on who want to run for president and then talk over them and try to challenge them and try and, you know, try to back them up against the wall. Why are you wasting our time? If you want to put a candidate, if you're putting the candidate on so the candidate, whoever they are, can tell you, this is what I would do if I would run the country. This is what I would do if I am elected your president. These are the policies. This is what I want. And let him make the case. I don't know how we passed that. Can we not do that anymore? 1-800-283-101.5. Does everybody have to come down on one side or the other? Because I don't know. Can we, we can't do this anymore. We just can't do this again. Think of the border today. You know? Uh, but I'm just wondering. 1-800-283-101.5. Did anybody see it? Did anybody watch uh, the Trump Town Hall? And if you did, if you, if you thought, if you, you know, if you thought that Kate uh, and Collins was right to go after him and go after him and go after him, tell me. I just think it doesn't make for good television. You know, it's like there's no trust in the American people if, if, you know, if they can't see through him. And if he's lying, we're going to find out. If he's lying, there's going to be all kinds of analysis and reanalysis and re-re-reanalysis. But you can't find out anything until you let the guy talk. And then after he gets done talking, if you've got, you know, if you disagree with what he says or you catch him in a lie or whatever, after that you come after him. 
But it's a shame we don't do that anymore in this country. Now it's just about, you know, okay, everybody wants to make a name for themselves. But if you did see it, 1-800-283-101.5, give me your thoughts. It was on CNN last night. I taped it because I had to see it. And uh, he came out and he addressed his uh, sexual abuse trial. And uh, he did not have nice things to say about the accuser. Uh, guy, whatever you, whatever you feel about him, he's very open and honest, and he pulls no punches. And uh, Christie, uh, Governor Christie, was attacking him because Christie wants to run for president as well. Um, but what do you think? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Would you like to see more of these town hall debates so that uh, we can get an idea of who these people are? That want to be want to be our president, but if we are going to see the town hall debates, can we just tell the announcers to like put a sock in it, so that we could just hear what these candidates have to say, and maybe interview them all in the same way? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. I can't get you as Boy George out of my head now. You have, I know you have it's ruined it for me. It's going to be in your nightmare, Steve. That wasn't my intention, but um, yeah, sorry about that. You're sending me to the Church of the Poison Mind. <laughs> Eight thirty every fifteen minutes on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Steve Trevelisse. So uh, Donald Trump did a town hall last night on CNN. That's how desperate CNN is for ratings. Because they would put Donald Trump on, their arch-rival, the nemesis, who they uh, built their bones on for the uh, entire run of his presidency, plus the year before campaigning to be the president. So what do they do? They realize nobody's watching CNN, so they uh, give him a town hall. And he takes it. Because, I mean, the thing for me, and I'm looking at this from an entertainment standpoint, the thing for me is that the guy's a showman. He thrives on this kind of stuff. He doesn't want to go on shows where people are just going to kiss his ass. He wants to go where he's going to be attacked. He's going to be ridiculed. He's going to be yelled at. And there's no confidence in that if you really believe he's not the guy, then let him just go on and hang himself. You know, I'm looking at this CNN article here, which basically says uh, on their thing, CNN faces harsh criticism after Trump unleashed a fire hose of lies during its live town hall. Okay. It's hard to see how America was served in the spectacle that aired on CNN Wednesday evening. Well, they aired it. Caitlin Collins is as tough and responsible and knowledgeable an interviewer as they come. Not that night. He just... He just made, it was just, it was silly. It was silly because it was like, it was like throwing a, I don't know, throwing a guppy in with a whale. I mean, but regardless of that, he's trying to talk and she's like over him, over him, over. Okay. If he's lying, wait till he tells the lie. And then when it's all over, expose the lies. Okay. Here are the many things that he said that were wrong. Because he's not going to respond. But what sucks about it, if you're someone who's generally interested in saying, you know what, I want to hear what everybody has to say. Uh, it's obvious that Biden's not the answer. And he's going to run again and they're not going to put anybody up against him. So what does Trump have to say if he wants to run? He's leading the polls. I want to hear what he's going to We love him or hate him. You should at least want to hear him. Uh, Ron DeSantis, let's hear what he's got to say. I don't even know who else is running. Uh, Chris Christie. What do you think? If you watched it, I'm just interested in your opinion of it. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this long. 
But it's just the idea, if this is the way we're going to conduct debates, if this is the way we're going to conduct political interviews, then we are screwed as far as getting any kind of media coverage on, you know, uh, on this election. What the hell are you doing here? It's you and Ambler. What's happening, you? Yo, Trev, first of all, happy Mother's Day to the mother of all talk show hosts. Man, that's only half a word. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Listen, man, dude, I got to tell you, brother, I watched the um, the uh, the town hall with Trump last night on CNN. I never right. turn off CNN. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, Sheila and I laughed so much. It was comical. During, it, it was so, i tell you what. We laughed so much, it was like going to a Steve Trevelyse comedy show. <laughs> he should have ended with the Sopranos singing the Flintstones. Yeah, right? Definitely. Listen, this guy, he, he is a master. And what, what CNN did last night, they showed people what this guy's really about. He is a leader, okay? He, I mean, he's so sharp, and he's so engaging with the, with the audience and everything. And like every time he looked at the host, I mean, the uh, reporter, whatever her name was, he was like looking at her with daggers. But when she, when she introduced one of the people, asking him a question, he had that little smile, you know, they all loved them. I mean, that was the thing. It wasn't like, you know, now the, the, the list, you know, the, uh, the, the audience is going to ask a question and the audience would be in like attack mode. But no, she yeah. was the only one in attack mode. And like I said, exactly. even if she's right, shut up. Let him, you know, let him just do it to himself. You don't need to get that moment. I agree with you. Like, we need to know who we're voting for. We need to understand where they're coming from. Now, listen, he always gets attacked for bringing up the 2020 election. But if you ever really analyze it, they always ask him first about that. So of course. They ask him the question, and then he answers it, and then they say he's always bringing it up. You guys bring it up. Well, that's the thing. What they should have, what he should have said was, you know what? I don't want to talk about that. Let's go forward. You know, January sixth. I don't. I want to talk about what I would do if I'm your president. I want to. I'm running for president. This is what I would do. And I wish all candidates did that. Because there are so few of them that will actually tell you what they're going to do because they spend more time either attacking their opposition yeah. or defending themselves. But did you hear when the one girl asked him, like, what, what, how can you improve our economy? He said, drill, baby, drill. Drill, baby, drill. And this is Steve. Real quick. Yeah. Mother's Day's coming up, and I, you, I know you were asking for little mother things. You got one. My mother, my mother always used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So I'm hanging up. <laughs> Look at this. He waited for that. He waited for that. one 800 Yeah, like I said, you know, if you saw it, uh, I'd love to get you. Obviously, nobody saw it, right? Nobody's calling. Nobody saw the thing. Uh, I was surprised, though. I was surprised that CNN would put them on. And it shows you how desperate they are for ratings. But also the fact that, you know, they would just not let him talk. And whether or not you agree or disagree, you can't not watch. It's like, you know, you, you walk, you know, you, you know, you don't turn your head from an accident either. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Uh, are you worried 
about the upcoming presidential election? If Biden is running and Kamala is the running mate, are you worried? Are you worried that Trump is the best we've got to put up against him? And uh, whether you love or hate Trump, do you love or hate him more or less than Biden? And isn't it time that with these two, if these two are the best choices we got, wouldn't it be the perfect time for somebody, you know, uh, a libertarian or some other party or whatever, somebody else to come up and take a shot? Would they get votes simply because they're not these two? We're in a really screwed up situation right now. You know, I mean, seriously, what do we do? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, if you are, you know, you're going to vote. We all have to vote. But we need to know as much as we can about the candidates. And if we get the opportunity to hear a candidate, then why not let us hear the candidate? Why have the, you know, the announcer the host, whatever, try to make a name for themselves by attacking the candidate. I'd rather just hear what the candidate has to say. 1-800-283-101.5. Earl's hanging out. I'm going to give you you more time, Earl. Hang out. Spring is finally here. You're back outside doing what you love the most. Is pain holding you back? Don't you want to enjoy a life without pain? Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help. Pain or even age is no excuse. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue enhances healing frees you from pain fast in fact most patients see results in three five-minute sessions and no prescription is needed to get started trinity rehab has dozens of locations in new jersey and pennsylvania like their newest ones in woodbridge flemington toms river and wall so you know there's one near you for more details visit trinity-rehab.com that's trinity-rehab every 15 minutes on new jersey 101.5 one 800 this uh, weekend at the Bucks County Playhouse, word of mouth busted. It's uh, played by Stuart Carroll, who's a from Lambertville, professor at the College of New Jersey. He'll be calling in, uh, tell us about the play. I want to hear stories of uh, how you got busted, and I'm willing to give comedy tickets to hear the best ones. So that's coming up. Did you happen to watch? Speaking of busted, did you happen to watch the uh, Donald Trump town hall last night on CNN? Uh, he still got it. He's still entertaining. Uh, Earl is in Bucks County on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Earl. How you doing there, Steve Arino? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it last night. I, I thought it was very entertaining. But, you know, we're in the month of May now, and and President Biden never even a, gave a speech addressed the country at all about anything, when you think about it. I don't think they let him out of the basement. No, I'm serious, though. He hasn't, you know, no. he hasn't said a thing. And when Obama was in... I don't know what, the, I forgot the name of the country, but Russia took it over. Remember, he drew a, a line, a red line in the sand or something, Obama. He did it once, he did it twice, and he <laughs> took the country over. Trump was in nothing. Right. Biden gets in, he starts up again. I think if if uh, Trump was in, I don't think we would have had this problem. Well, I don't think it at all. He claimed that he could solve, if he gets in, he can solve the Russia-Ukraine problem in 24 hours. Uh, maybe a little longer than that, but I think he could solve it. 
Well, I think he could. He's a good. I believe he's a good negotiator like that. Well, you know, they kept they kept saying to him, "Do you want Ukraine to win? Do you want Ukraine to win?" And he kept saying, "It's not about winning. It's about saving lives. Saving I'm trying lives. to find the way to save lives." That was beautiful. That yeah. was beautiful. But when you think about it again, Biden hasn't addressed anything about anything. I don't think he thinks he has to. I think he's just so confident that, you know, they will get him over, that he doesn't have to worry about it. It is. It's a shame that's all they have to put up is him. And well, I'm surprised they let that happen. I, if you're the Demo, if you're a Democratic Party, wouldn't you say, we're glad you want to run, Mr. President, but we're putting people up against you because, you know what, if, if for any reason Biden can't fulfill four more years, we get Kamala as president. Oh, oh, the laughing hyena. Oh, Do you please. want that? I mean, really, they got to be thinking of that. But but as far as as far as Trump goes, do we really is this the way we're going to cover candidates now, where it's going to be like a WWE SmackDown and not just an informative interview? I think they did that for the ratings too. CNN. Oh yeah, the ratings their ratings went through the roof. I heard last night, the first time in years. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but like I said again, I no, I think I think he would be able to solve it. He's a businessman, you know. Biden's never uh, he's never ran a business. He's been in politics his whole life. Yeah, and, and yet he has all that money. Isn't it amazing? And and you know what? He's worth over a hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah, where did he get that from? Pretty pretty, pretty good when he got a government job, right? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. It's more like I said to me. It's more about just the way they're going to cover it. And you know, it, it, I don't want to hear the circus. I just want to hear the meat. Uh, Jack is on Route 202 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jack, what'd you think? Did Jack leave? Okay. Uh, Jack, if you want to call back, I'll put you on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, whether you love him or hate him, do we, can we just hear him? Or is it just the idea that we're going to put him on so that other reporters could try to make their bones by, uh, you know, by attacking him? Ann is in Trenton, New Jersey, 101.5. Ann, what do you think? Hi, Steve. I watched it last night, and I can't say what I want to say about her. <laughs> it would even make a stellar blush. It was annoying. Uh, more than annoying. I think Trump really stood his ground. Mm-hmm. And um, CNN, I've never, I never watched CNN. But I, friends of mine told me he was on there last night, so I put it on. And about that, Caitlin, I don't know how they can hire people like her, but that's CNN for you. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Joe Biden in a, in a um, situation yeah. like that. Yeah, definitely. And not asking him what kind of ice cream do you like or or do you like an electric car, stuff like that. Yeah. He, he wouldn't even be able to put two sentences together. No, you're right, and thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. National winner for Best Newscast, New Jersey 101.5, has received the 2022 Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast. We bring you our best because you bring us yours. Proud to be New Jersey 101.5. Whatever gets you through the night. Yes, it is. Hi, Steve Trevelis, getting you through the night. Till 11 o'clock, at least. You and me. 
Go to nj1015.com. The things your mama used to say. The uh, cool places, uh, the cool things about South Jersey towns that you may not know about. We got those up there today. Also, David Portnoy's Best Jersey Shore Pizza Reviews, all at nj1015.com. Bucks County Playhouse on May 13th. Word of mouth, busted. Uh, I love it. It's a story, and it's... uh, uh, a bunch of people telling stories of when they were busted. Stu Carroll is a Lambertville resident, a professor at the College of New Jersey, and a great storyteller, and he joins me now. Stuart, how are you? Oh, I'm great, Steve. Thank you very much for having me and for describing me as a great storyteller. That's a, a great compliment. I'm hoping you live up to it in the next five minutes, Stuart. I mean, I put a lot of pressure on you here. Otherwise, you're going to be busted. Uh-oh, I'll do my best. <laughs> no, a lot of pressure. <laughs> How, uh, so come on, tell me about Busted. This is a great idea. Yeah, I mean, it, it, every story uh, slam has a theme, and uh, Michaela thought that, uh, Michaela Murphy is the person in charge at the uh, Bucks County Playhouse, right. and uh, she figured that everyone telling stories about times that were busted would be, you know, fantastic stories. They'd have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and the endings would always be, like, you know, super exciting and, uh, you know, great punchlines. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited to, to tell my busted story. So. And how, uh, how deep did you have to go for your busted story? I understand it's a high school prank? I actually went back to elementary school. Elementary school, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, I, I, I tell the story. I, I don't want to spoil it for everyone. No. Going to be there too much, but uh, we had a project in music class. We had to do uh, take a magazine and turn it into a music theme. And I thought it would be appropriate to do Playboy magazine, but <laughs> my music teacher wasn't uh, of the same opinion, so <laughs> wasn't buying it. I like that. All right, now, uh, now, how long did it take to put this together? Oh my gosh, uh, the, the Playboy magazine? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, that would be how long did it take to take it apart? <laughs> how long did it take to put it together? <laughs> um, oh, and I've been working on this story for. Uh, I, I actually have told this story before, but now these are quite substantial stories. Our stories are like fifteen-minute stories, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working, and I keep I keep rehearsing. I feel like uh, that's the way you get good is by rehearsing. And uh, I know that the the other people, I mean, they've been on really big stages, and uh, so yeah. I think so who else is in it? Give me some names. Uh, beg pardon. Who who else is in Who else is in it? Give me some oh, names. Who else? So Michaela Murphy is, uh, she's one of the founders of The Moth, you know, the storytelling out of Brooklyn. I mean, she was there at the beginning, and she's performed, you know, all over all over the country. There's Gastor Almonte, who has um, uh, performed, uh, he's been on Comedy Central a number of times, he's mm-hmm. been on PBS shows. Uh, there's uh, Ophira Eisenberg, she's got a radio show of her own, she's got podcasts, and she's performed um, on Comedy Central, on HBO, on CBS, there's, there's uh, Faye Lane, who's performed in, you know, really venues like 4,000-seat theaters. Nice. Sort of yeah, no, it's, it, Michaela Murphy is really well-connected mm-hmm. in the storytelling world. And that's she what knows I she people. To, the, to New Hope. She brought to the Playhouse, like, this web of people who are really fantastic. Now, was it, a, was it a prerequisite that you had to be busted in order to be in the play? <laughs> I, I think everyone's got a story of sometime they were busted. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, not me. I never got oh, caught in my entire yeah. life. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, so, so now, when you do this, right? When you when you do it, when you rehearse, and do, did people know you were doing this? Come up to you constantly with their stories. I I, I get some of that. I get a lot of suggestions. Everyone's got opinions, um, but uh, you know, it's it's all memoir. You know, 
so you're 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 not making anything up. You can't tell somebody else's story. So yeah, people have got all kinds of ideas what you should be telling about your story. But people, you know, people will come and tell you their story, and then you'll say to them, "Well, why don't you do it?" But mm-hmm. you know, I know, people are uh, a lot of people have a lot of stage fright. So everybody wants to admit that they got busted, right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the stories are, are pretty embarrassing. Now you're a teacher, right? You uh, you te- you're a professor at the College of New Jersey. And uh, when you hear the kids, these kids today, how great st- of a storyteller are they? Because today, like kids, they don't really tell stories very much. It's more, you know, the social media. I got two 16-year-old boys. They, a, a sentence would be a big deal. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, a, a, a kids is prolific in writing stories today. Maybe not as much, but they certainly can express themselves, you know, in, in different ways, certainly in terms of like creating uh, graphics and creating like really beautiful things, beautiful things to look at. And you can teach them to tell stories. I mean, I require in a lot of my classes, I have assignments where students have to do storytelling and, and they can do amazing stuff if given you know a little bit of training a little bit of encouragement but you're right that they probably don't have as much experience as you know we did before all the social media and whatever you know before the internet so uh, but it's not it's not that much of a stretch they you know everyone's got stories in them what got you into storytelling because you're all about storytelling the way you teach the way you believe teachers should teach what got you into storytelling I, I, I always told stories when I was a kid. I mean, my, 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 my father had a drugstore, and he used to bring home every magazine and every comic book. So that's I spent every weekend, like, reading every magazine and every comic book, and I turned everything into a story. I had a cousin. He accused me. He said, like, doesn't matter what happens in your family, you turn it into a story, which he said was a problem. Because like, Why would that be a problem? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he, he just thought that there were things that I, you know, things best left, you know, not to watch. Oh, right. Yeah, but uh, you know, so then I, uh, I sort of, I don't, know, almost despite him, I thought, so, all right, I'm gonna, I am gonna turn everything into a story. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, 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 that, that, yeah, I would say spite would be the main reason. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's your favorite story? My favorite story is about um, a time that uh, my mother was trying to get me to learn to skate. Right. And she left me at the skating rink with my skates tied very, very tight. Right. And I decided to crawl home. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a traumatic story. I mean, I ended up with terrible frostbite. And, uh, but, you know, I, I, I didn't think that I should maybe ask some of the adults to help me. I really no. I do this myself. So, uh, yeah, that's a, I, I know it sounds terrible, but, it, but it, it's just a funny story because I, I can remember, like, that, that determination. I was, like, six. Mm. I mean, I was a little kid. Yeah. But I was, I'm going to get home. I'll show her. And I never learned to skate. No, no, but you learn how to crawl. You know, that's a, you learn that from your mom. So that's like, that's a valuable trait to have in life, especially if you're going to get busted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I I paid the price too. I mean, I remember her, she dropped me into the bathtub. Like as I was, I was, Frostbitten, whatever. She dropped me into a hot bathtub <laughs> like like you drop a lobster into boiling water. I mean, uh-huh. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty bad, but uh, that's that's probably my favorite story. All right, Stuart Carroll and uh, Bucks County Playhouse on May thirteenth. Word of mouth busted. A program that will have two hosts, four storytellers, all sharing stories of how they were busted. And I hope this is a bust out play for you. See what I did there, Stuart? I love it. All right. Now, if you want to go, right, uh, tickets, it's selling out fast. You want to go to bcptheater.org and get your tickets. It's going to be good. All right, All right let's do it.
Thanks so much for coming on, my friend. Best of luck with the play. Okay, thanks. You got it. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. This is an easy theme. Has anyone ever been busted? Uh, Give me the best busted story. I'll hook you up with comedy tickets. I got to get rid of these comedy tickets. So if you guys want comedy tickets, tonight's your night. Uh, The best story. Have you ever been busted? You know, in a lie, naturally. You know, what was the greatest story you ever told where you thought you had it all nailed down and you got busted? Best busted story. I'll give you a choice. Catch your rising star tickets in the Princeton Hyatt Regency or the comedy show June 10th at MJ's over at uh, Buttonwood Manor in Matawan with Goomba Johnny, Freddie Rubino, and myself. Uh, if you want tickets to that and you want to buy them, go to myconcerts.net. But uh, give me a busted story. Good busted story. The best busted story. Get your choice of the comedy tickets. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever been busted? And uh, if you admit it here, we promise not to tell anybody, okay? Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. Dealerships. All right. It's Mother's Day. Share with New Jersey 101.5 what your mama used to say. One lucky entry will win mom a pair of sparkling diamond stud earrings worth $2,500. Enter now on our New Jersey 101.5 free app or nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Earth Treasures Jewelers, Highway 33 and 36, Eatontown, the name you know and trust for almost 50 years this Mother's Day. Tell us what mommy used to say to win from New Jersey 101.5. Have you ever been busted? Have you ever had the perfect prank, the perfect story, and ended up getting snagged? Did you ever get caught doing anything? 1-800-283-101.5. What an innocent state we have. No one has ever been busted, you liars. Come on. I want to hear your story. Have you ever been busted? Uh, Played the Bucks County Playhouse. Word of mouth busted. May 13th. Uh, Four people telling the stories of how they got busted. And if they could admit it, surely you could admit it too. Have you ever been busted? Have you ever had a plan that was just so ironclad great only to have it be thwarted at the end 1-800-283-101.5 I was working a great adventure once and um, our supervisor was a guy named Frank and he was going out with a girl named Patty who was at the Flying Wave and in those days the supervisors used to have radios on their belts you know and uh, we would uh, you could you could have them paged from field phones, and they would get called on the radio to go wherever you were going to send them. And uh, this one night, every time he would try to get to the flying wave to see his girlfriend, we were. I worked on the grounds crew back then. I was in charge of uh, the guys who dumped the garbage cans, and it was my job to make sure that the garbage cans were dumped. And uh, if they weren't, then I had eight guys who I could call on to go dump the garbage cans. So this was a great job, right? Uh, Not bad for a 17-year-old kid. So what we would do, we were all over the park, and we decided to mess with this guy. So every time he would try to get to the ride to hang with his girlfriend, we would have him page to the other side of the park. Now keep in mind, in in those days, they were serving beer at Great Adventure. And we knew the people who were serving the beer. So while this was going on, we were also getting loaded. And the more I was drinking, the, the less I was thinking. 
And uh, I'm having this guy paged all over the place. And finally, he uh, he comes up to me and he goes, look, I, I know you're doing it. I'm not doing it. I know you're doing it. I'm not doing it. He's, I'm, I know, you know, all I'm going to say is this. If I get paged one more time, whether you're doing it or not, I'm going to blame you. You're doing it. I said, I'm not doing it. And he goes, all right, if Unit 20 gets paged one more time, you're the, you're, you're the, so I'm not paging Unit 20. I'm paging Unit 24. He goes, aha, as you confess. I ended up uh, sweeping the park that night. But have you ever been busted for something? What's the worst thing or anything? Have you ever gotten caught? You know, uh, there are guys who are so slick that they never get caught in anything. And then there are guys who are just god-awful when it comes to getting caught. So I want to hear your story. And give me a good story. I'll hook you up with comedy tickets. Catch your rising star or MJ's on uh, the buttonwood. Have you got busted? Uh, I've gotten busted a, bu- a bunch of times when I was little. What'd you do? Um, so when I was little, uh, my brothers and I, we really liked our video games a lot. And sometimes on right. the weekend, you know, we'd be playing a little bit more than we probably should. You know, hey, you know, we asked you to go outside and, you know, do whatever on the lawn a bunch of times now. And you're still playing your game. So we're going to take that. Um, and so there was one night my parents, they left the house. Right. They were going out with their friends that night. But earlier on in the day, they had taken away my, vi- my uh, Game Boy, which is a little handheld console. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I after like they left, I watched them, you know, at the window, car driving away. Right. And I was like, All right, now's my chance. You know? <laughs> so I, I ran up the stairs to the, the usual hiding spot that they that I knew that right. they put the, it in. They, they didn't uh, know that I knew, but I knew where the they oh, put the it. secret hiding spot. The secret spot. And so um I'm like midway, hand in the secret spot, and the door opens back up. Uh-oh. And I'm like, uh-oh. So I'm like, all right, do I leave it? Do I take it? Do I leave it? Do I take it? So I'm like dancing in one spot for a second. And then I like opt to just take it with me. So I jam it in my pocket and I slam it shut. And I run on, I try to hide underneath my parents' bed because right. they had like a little skirt on it. Um, and I don't know what my parents were looking for, but I guess it happened to be under their bed because- And they, they found you? Yeah, they oh, just came walking God. in and just lift the thing. And there I am. And yeah, I lost more than Hi, just a game that day. <laughs> Did they know what you were doing? They didn't know what I was doing. They were just like, oh my gosh. Like, they were like really scared to see me. They weren't uh-huh. expecting. Like, What'd you tell them you were doing? It was obvious what I was oh, doing. I, I was you holding like, it in my you know, hands. Oh, well, yeah, you can't do that. Oh, yeah. man. So, what'd they do? Um, I wound up being grounded. Not, yeah, I didn't just lose the console. I was grounded, grounded for like a week oh, um, man. for trying to take it back. All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. I want to hear a busted story. I want to hear, or did you ever, were you ever able to lie your way out of a situation? Right? If you ever, how close did you come to getting busted? And were you ever able to lie your way out? 1-800-283-101.5. I figured in New Jersey, this would be a topic that would flood the phones. Right? I got to figure getting busted in New Jersey would be a topic that would flood the phones. And here we are, these, these, these people who don't want to admit that they got busted. So I'm going to give you another way to do this. Either tell me your I got busted story or tell me your I avoided getting busted story by 1-800-283-101.5. You know, because, uh, you know, there are those that are really, really good at it. And there are those that simply get busted. Did you ever get busted? 
Oh, I was I was the person in class that would follow the kids when they did something and would always be the one who got caught, even though I was the twelfth person to do it. <laughs> the last one yes. in line always yes. gets caught. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Did, I was always caught. Did you ever you ever get out of something? Did you ever lie your way out of something? You know, one time I used <laughs> I used my good graces and reputation as a uh, good student to kind of. Yeah, I couldn't have done this. I'm a good student. Oh, yeah, oh, you're like right. That. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, all right. Well, just mums the word on that. I could never have done that. <laughs> I wish I could have done that, but that's a good one. It's 9.30. Now, the latest New Jersey. On New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Busted is a play going on at the Bucks County Playhouse on May 13th. And uh, I want to hear the story of when you got busted. And the best story is going to get comedy tickets, either to Catch a Rising Star or MJ is in Buttonwood Manor in Matawan. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. I want to hear the story of uh, how you got caught, how you got busted. Are you willing to admit it? Or if you don't want to admit it, give me the story of how you got out of something that you were able to lie your way out of. When it comes to BS, you are in the right state. Mark is in Bedminster on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Mark. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm Mark Howard. I'm 60 years old. And years ago, you know, back when I was in high school, right? You know, I was a, a pot smoker, I guess you want to call it, right? I don't believe that. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't believe that. Now, but I was uh, growing some plants in my room. Right. And I was in Baskin Ridge at that time. Right. And I just had like three plants. And, you know, they started out from seed and then they got about like six inches high or something like that. And my mother was like, what are you growing? I told her, I'm growing these plants for biology. Right. <laughs> I just... Okay. so... I left and went back to school, you know, the next day or whatever, and then plants kept getting bigger and bigger, and I was at like seven or eight inches high, and we're showing the, like the five or whatever we used around it. And I came home from school, one day my mother's sitting there with the encyclopedia <laughs> opened to a picture of, she called it, this is hemp. I didn't even know it was called him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He said, you're calling him. And I'm like, what is she? He's like, I'm taking you to your biology teacher right now. Get and I'm out. like, mom, no, <laughs> no, no. You're right. I mean, it is marijuana. Uh, so what did she do? Oh, uh, she's like, she would never tell my father. Or anything, you know, she just like she you know, never like, tell you father, but you know, but I just you know, I wasn't allowed to grow hemp anymore. Yeah, you know what? You got to put your foot down somewhere. You were never allowed to grow hemp anymore. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Look at this one busted story. I am shocked. I am shocked. Give me your busted story 1 800 283 101.5. Uh, or see, we're smart. We just don't want to admit in New Jersey when we've been busted. You know, 
Uh, oh, oh, I'm surprised that nobody's going to tell the story about how they were able to lie their way out of something. You could be anonymous on that, too. Like, if you got a story where you lied your way out of something, you don't have to give your name. You could, uh, you know, we'll call you whatever you want. Uh, you got a, you lied your way out of it? I don't see you lying. I mean, you not, lied your way out of it's something? It's not necessarily about lying about something. It's New Jersey, man. Snitches get stitches, you know? Snitches get stitches. No one's getting stitches. in trouble here. Oh, uh, yeah, right. I like that. Stitches get stitches. You never heard that one? No. Really? No. That's a, ah, oh, there was a, there's a John Mulaney bit. He's, uh, he's like, you know, he like, he says he's like, I won't tell the bit. I already screwed well, it up. But he, he gets leans down into like a carriage and he's just like, uh, leans up close to the baby and is like, remember, snitches get stitches. Like, <laughs> never too young to know America's policy. Or is that the new one? Uh, no, it's an old one. Is it an old one? It's an old one. It's one of his earlier ones. Uh, did you did you see his newest one, Baby I Jay? saw the newest one, yeah. I didn't see the whole one. I got like the beginning of it. He got caught for something in that one. He did. He did. This is what it's all about. See, you have to, like, part of growing up in New Jersey is you have to first learn how to lie. You have to first learn, and if you don't lie, you get your friends to lie for you. Oh, yeah. So that this way, if there's ever a situation where, uh, you know, you can get in trouble, you know you've got an alibi. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like Sparta, you know? They, they, you're uh, almost encouraged yeah. to, to do it, uh, but just don't get caught. It's survival. You know, and I want to know, like, is anyone ever... See, when I figure, when I put Scott on, we're going to do an hour of busted stories. We're going to hear stories of people who got busted. And yeah. instead, I don't know. I don't know. They're not telling. You ever get busted for bringing anything into school, like music or, or other busted things? Busted for bringing music into school? No, I was pretty lucky with that. I uh, I did not, I did not, I try, see, I was able to lie my ass off in school. Yeah. About all kinds of stuff. Uh, and I was good at it. Uh, because, like, when I left Union City, Union City to me was like the Mecca. Mm -hmm. You know, Union City didn't take no BS from nobody. Marlboro, on the other hand. Union City, <laughs> it was like, you know, all right, the, the nuns will kill you if they catch you lying. <laughs> Yeah, so you ha if you're going to lie, which I had to do, mm -hmm. but you had to make sure that you were ironclad in your lie. You couldn't take any chances. Yeah. Marlboro, they really didn't care, you know. And uh, I'll tell you something. If, if I need a story of somebody, uh, you know, uh, who got caught, I know where I could go. But, you know, it, it's an art form. It's something you learn from birth in New Jersey. Not only how to BS, but how to get out of something in case you did get busted. So 1-800-283-101.5. What is your story? Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with an anonymous an anonymous caller here from Manville, whoever he may be. Uh, you got busted? Anonymous Johnny from Manville. That's uh, anonymous Johnny. Yes. From Manville. Uh huh. Um, I. Uh, you want to hear the first or tenth time that I was wrongfully accused of a an infraction, uh, maybe a slight fracture in the law. Oh well, what was it you did? Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I was. I never really did it. Oh okay. And I, <laughs> I, I'm going for my carry permit, so you'll see my record. I never did any of that. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So, so, uh, so you got busted and you got out of it? Uh, well, of course, because uh, innocent people can usually talk their way out of it right on the spot. That's not good advice for your normal person, but <laughs> 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 it works. It works for me every time. 
So you have never been busted, and you've been able to talk your way out of anything. Um, That's the story well, you're going with. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's the one. I was uh, 17 years old, and I'm driving my mother's car. Right. And there was an ounce of marijuana in my mom's car, because, you know, my mom smoked. Right. Your That's mom smoked, right? That's story, yes. For the sake of this, for the sake of this story, your mom smoked, yes. Well, they called her up. They got her home number. They called her up. First of all, does your son have permission to drive this car? Right. Yes. Well, we found something in the glove compartment, and she she says, "Oh no, I forgot. I left that in there. I hope he didn't get in trouble." Get out! Your mom bailed you out. Uh, ma'am, mom bailed me out the first time, <laughs> but you know what? I'm not saying it wasn't hers. You're not saying it was, are you? <laughs> no. You're gonna throw mom under the bus two days before Mother's Day, three days before Mother's Day? <laughs> no, that was two days before my 18th birthday, so it was kind of my. Yeah. Birthday. Actually, you're throwing her under the bus, not the bus. <laughs> you're under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm putting you. I'm getting, getting hook him up. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Give me a busted story. Seven one. This summer, take a shortcation to Jersey one hundred one point five, giving you a free Jersey shortcation to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen at nine a.m., two p.m., and five p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey one hundred one point five app to win your Jersey shortcation. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Book your summer escape today at HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. You could win a free shortcation. Good luck from New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelisse, give me your busted story. Let's go to um, Vince is in New Egypt on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Vince. Hey, what's up, Steve? I'm good. How are you, pal? Uh, one, one of the reluctant, reluctant people to call up, huh? Oh, yeah, right. I'm telling you, man. What happened? No guts. No guts. Know, right? Well, I mean, this isn't too serious, but it was kind of interesting back in the day. Uh-huh. Yeah, the old, uh, I'm sure you know, the, the Marlboro Psychiatric Hospital. That, uh, On 520, of course I do. Yeah, by the old Acme in Marlboro. Uh-huh. On 5, yeah, I know exactly where it was. Me and a couple of, uh, me and three others of my friends, we went there uh, for the very first time. Uh, just thinking you could just waltz right in. And um What to the psychiatric really the hospital? Anyway, yeah, this was uh this was um probably two thousand and nine, two thousand ten. Uh-huh. So we just try to we walk through like a neighborhood. It's and um like we go like we cut through like a fence or something and um we had a. Uh, we had um like my one friend had uh the police dispatch radio who was like listening in to, like, the Marlboro PD station, right? Uh-huh. And um, so we get in there. We start creeping around, um, like, getting towards uh, where the main building kind of is. And uh, we get by, like, the main, uh, like, we notice all the buildings and stuff. And, um, like, I drove there. I parked in uh, that Acme parking lot. I drove my three friends. And uh, so we're in there. We see, like, a deer carcass and... Uh, all of a sudden, like we didn't even get to like the main building. All of a sudden, my one friend gets a gets a phone call from my friend. He's like, uh, "Yeah, the the Marlboro police just got dispatched to the uh, insane asylum. 
Get out. And we're like, we're like, oh hell. So, so then we try to haul ass out of there. And before we even, well, I mean, we got to see the, the buildings, but we didn't even get to get close. So we haul ass out of there. Uh-huh. And uh, sure enough, uh, like two uh, Marlboro police uh, squad cars kind of uh, sort of ambush us uh-huh. as we're trying to run out and like scurry out right. of uh, the way we came in. Uh-huh. And um, so we make it um, make it to um, to the development where we came into, and uh, the cops they come in there and they're they uh, they pick up me and two others of my friends and one one of my buddies, my uh, uh, my friend he got he actually got away he ran into the the Acme parking lot. But you they got. Was, no, he ran into the store and right. uh, he like ran and hid in the bathroom of the Acme uh-huh. at the time. Right. So me and only me and my two friends, we got in trouble. The, uh, the cop was, he was honestly, uh, I mean, we were high school kids at the time, so it wasn't the biggest deal. They were dealing with that all the time. Right. So the cop just gave me um, a seatbelt ticket and an unclear license ticket as opposed to, like, you know, a trespassing. Oh, you got lucky. That. Yeah, yeah. That was my first time I went there, which was horribly planned. After that, I, I went back with another friend at least eight times. Wait, wait, hold on. I got, I got hit the news. <laughs> I would once would be enough for me to go to the Marlboro Psychiatric Hospital. But I used to live in Marlboro. All Jersey. Phil, hold on. All the time. Thanks for letting me vent. I appreciate it. New Jersey 101.5. We get it almost every night. That's right, because that's what we do. The 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelis. All right, go to nj1015.com. Check out the Steve Trevelis page where you're going to see all kinds of stories like David Portnoy's top Jersey Shore pizza reviews. You're like, I beats, you go to the shore, we got you hooked up. The things that mama used to say, uh, the best advice mama ever gave, the, uh, the great things that you may not know about your uh, Jersey towns, be it South Jersey, be it Central Jersey, went out and dug up a whole bunch of fun facts so that uh, when you talk about your town, uh, you've got something to brag about. Or when people, uh, you know, visit your town or you visit other people's towns, you want to make conversation, again, uh, you've got something to brag about. So the number is 1-800-283-101.5. The, uh, the giant schedule is out. And uh, it's looking pretty good. Uh, you know, it's they're so much better this year than they were uh, last year. And I'm hoping that uh, we could uh, you know, do a little better this year. But the NFL schedule finally came out. If you go to nj1015.com, you'll see a whole bunch of uh, uh, tips that I've been getting for the last couple of days from my, from my uh, sports radio friends as to who's playing what when. And uh, ESPN finally released it. So here's what we got for the Giants right now. If you're a Giant fan, they open up against the Dallas Cowboys because it's kind of like it's God's will that they open against the Dallas Cowboys. They seem to always be opening against the Dallas Cowboys. And in order to do this schedule, I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to get just the right guy to discuss it with. And uh, I can't think about any better than, uh, than this man 
who uh, came to the Giants as an undrafted free agent in 2001. And he starts with one regime coming off a Super Bowl, the Jim Fossil, Kerry Collins regime. And by the time he leaves, he's won a Super Bowl with Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning. He was involved in one of the most controversial plays in NFL history. And now he's the coach at Wachung Hills Regional High School. Uh, Rich Soiber joins me. Coach, so happy to have you on. Thanks for calling. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. I look forward to uh, talking some Giants with you, man. Hey, man, you know, uh, Coach Bastardi gave me your number, and uh, I was amazed that he had it. He, uh, he coaches my son, Albert, and my son, Lennon, and he's fantastic. And uh, for you, I got to ask you this, though. You start off, you come to the team, they're coming off a Super Bowl, you've got Jim Fossil, you've got Kerry Collins, you leave, uh, you win a Super Bowl, Tom Coughlin, Eli Manning. What was it like going through that transition? That couldn't have been easy. Uh, that's the year I broke my leg, right? So uh, I was on IR, uh, broke my leg, fossils last year. So I was on IR the first year Coffin was there. So I had a year to uh, sit back and learn and watch and, and uh, see how it went. But Eli uh, came in as a rookie, um, great young man, and uh, I'm glad I got to watch him uh, develop and grow and obviously won a Super Bowl with him. It was pretty cool. Yeah, but you know what? You, when you broke your leg, my heart sunk because you were a stalwart on the line. You were scrappy. You didn't take no crap from nobody. I remember, you know, uh, everybody loved you. And uh, you could fill in anywhere, at any position. And, uh, and that was when Andy Kalu rolled over your leg. The Before that, though, the 2002 NFC playoff game, right? Uh, you got the lead. They come back. The That friggin' snap that... <laughs> You're downfield. What is going through your head as this play is unfolding? And you, you know, you tell, t- take me through it. You talk. You take. You take me through it. Uh, thanks for bringing it up. Uh, Sorry about that. Pl- I try to forget about that game, right? But it always comes up. Uh, bad snap on the on the field goal to win the game. Uh, fire call. I'm lined up at the tight end position. I got to report eligible every play, which I did. I just take off for the end zone because I know I got to get down there, right? Right. Um, the holder, who was the punter at the time, I'm, I'm going to forget his name. He Matt Allen. Right over, yeah, Matt Allen throws me a duck, and it's about five yards short of the end zone. <laughs> and I get tackled before the ball gets there. So it should have been pass interference. Yeah. I called it. Um, we had a guy downfield. I forget who it was. It should have been offsetting penalties and re-kick, right? So... I always said if I would have scored that touchdown, if I would have caught that ball and scored, I would have been David Tyree before David Tyree saw my catch, right? I would have been the hero. But um, just a bad game, right? Bad second half. Uh, should have never came down to that play. Um, we should have taken care of business way before then. But we, I watched that over and over, and there you are trying to get the ball, and they freaking tackle you before you even, you know, before you even get the shot at it. So, uh, what do you think of the team this year? What do you think of the Giants coming out of last year? They go, they win a playoff game. Uh, what do you think of the team this year? I'm excited for them. I really am. You know, I know the schedule just came out tonight, and um, obviously, my whole coaching staff that coaches with me at Watchung Hills is is bugging me because they have, you know, the Giants might not be their favorite team. So they're bugging me for tickets and they want to go to certain games. And uh, I- I'm excited for them. You know, uh, Coach uh, Coach Dable and, uh, and the rest of that staff, uh, they got after last year. They got in the playoffs. They won a game. I think they did better than everybody expected them to do. So now the, the, the bar is a little higher and, 
and hopefully they can just feed off of last year and, and uh, you know, find a way to, you know, start off. Let's, let, let's win the NFC East. You find it weird that they're playing Philadelphia like twice in three weeks at the end of the year? Yeah, it seems like they're doing that more and more now, right, with the big rivals. Um, we get to play them on Christmas Day and then get to play them a few weeks later on, what, the 6th or the 7th of January, the last game of the season. So, um, you know, I think that's the game you got to circle. I think uh, we got to find a way to go beat the Eagles and, you know, it'd be nice to beat them twice, but I'll I'll take a split, right? One on one against the Eagles this year would be a step up. They got it. They got you know what? They haven't beaten Dallas yet. They haven't beaten the Eagles yet. Those are the teams they've got to win. You're coaching Wachung Hills Regional High School, seven and three last year. What was it? What's it like coaching the kids after all you've been through? Like, uh, do, do they listen? Because uh, the, does the Super Bowl give you any cred? Does your pro career give you any cred with them? I, don't know. I think I was, I was playing before these kids were born, right? Yeah. My son was a senior, so he was only, oh boy, I'm going to get his age wrong, but I think four or five years old when I won the Super Bowl. So um, I think it helps, right? I love coaching these kids. I love the game of football. I love giving back. Uh, I respected all of my coaches that I had, and I think now that I'm coaching now, I, re- I respect the coaches even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I still talk to one of my former high school coaches on a regular basis, and I, and I pick his brain about you know issues and plays and all that good stuff but um i love it i think there's a lot of great high school coaches in new jersey a lot of guys that give up a lot of their times to coach um and uh i love my staff that i put together here at watch on hills and uh, we like to get after it the kids respond and um you know every year it seems like we get a little better what's your greatest moment as a high school coach <laughs> the greatest moment as a high school coach um i'm gonna say covid year uh we beat Peberg for the first time in school history, right? right. Uh, they, they came to our place. Um, that, that was a pretty big win for us. Uh, I think we were like 0-28, you know, going into that game against Peberg. So, uh, you know, beating programs like that in the state of New Jersey special. And, um, you know, this last year we finally got over the step by beating Westfield. So um, it's always fun to beat the teams that that are up there every year in and year out. And it just shows that, you know, the kids that I'm coaching and the kids that we're coaching here at Wachung are is, uh, put, putting the time in and finding ways to get it done. Is it different, uh, the kids today, high school football, than when you played? When you when you played high school football, I mean, is it different well, like when you were yeah. coming up coaching these kids? <laughs> yeah, the game, the game of football has changed tremendously, right, from when I graduated high school in 1997 to now. Um, just by the hours of time, you can practice and you can hit and practice. The way you tackle, the, the way the safety part of it came into the game. Um, I remember as a kid, you know, lining up helmet to helmet doing the old nutcrackers and, and the Oklahoma drills and all, mm-hmm. and, you know, all the drills that you thought made you tough. And, you know, um, I don't do those anymore with these kids. Um, you know, I, uh, I really want to keep these kids safe and I want to keep, keep them on the field and, and make sure they have a good time and, and uh, compete on Saturdays or Friday nights. So, um the game has changed. The physicality has changed. I think the safety of it's so much better now than it was when we were kids. All right, Coach, final question. Where do you think the Giants' record is going to be this year? 17-0. There you go. There you go. Rich Seibert. That's why. Like, I'm a giant, right? Once a giant, always a giant. I <laughs> Absolutely. Like like, I don't know what you want me to say, but I would, you know, real like realistically, it's hard to win all 17. Um 10 wins, right? 10, 11 wins, getting the playoffs. I'll take it. Find a way to be hot at the end of the season and uh, win more than one game in the playoffs. I think I think that'd be a great year. And, 
I got season tickets. I take my boys. I take friends, and uh, I just want to see them do well and compete on Sundays. And uh, you know, be in the games. It, it, it's fu- it's fun when you're in it in the fourth quarter. And you have a chance to win every game. It's uh, it's a good atmosphere. Absolutely. You made such a difference with the Giants. Now you make such a difference in uh, your players' lives. Rich Sorbet, thanks so much for coming on. You got to come on again, okay? Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. You got it. All right. Rich Sorbet, 1 800 283 101.5. Here's Fast Trap. 10 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. 1 800 283 101.5. Rich Uh 10-11 wins. I'll take 10-11 wins for the Giants. Schedule's out now. We can start planning our trips, where we want to go, what we want to do. Are you going to make it happen? It's so nice to watch the team when they're looking good as opposed to the last five years and uh, when they could have used Rich Soybert. Uh, talking about busted. Have you ever been busted and what did you get busted with? 1-800-283-101.5. Phil is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Phil. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Not much. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here thinking about all the times I got busted. It's just amazing. All I, the times you I, got busted. I, I I couldn't think of anything when you were talking to the people in the beginning when I first turned the radio on, and then the guy that came on talking about pot. <laughs> and you're like, what, him? That stuff? I can beat that. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. I lived in Union. Right. Biscayne Boulevard. It was a horseshoe street. Uh-huh. Everybody knew everybody that went in and out of that street. It was a one-way horseshoe street. Anyway, <clears throat> we lived, we backed up to, you know, state property there. So we had bushes at the back of the yard. Right. And I I tilled <laughs> the land and I put in, I grew 100 seeds, 100 plants. Get out. Hundred plants over my head. Right. Right. So now it came time to harvest it. So I took them and you're supposed to hang them upside down. I tied them all together and I mm-hmm. hung them upside down in the basement. Right. My, 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 my parents' home was two family. And I hung it in front of a window where the furnace upstairs was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The lady and her husband, I really didn't get along with her husband too well. Right. He was an accountant. He was a stuffed shirt, you know. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, anyway. But the lady. <laughs> the lady was, she was, I don't know, she had a nervous breakdown one time, and she's kind of fruity, you know. Right. She, st- she, she stole my dog away from me. She wouldn't leave my dog alone. He actually what showed his teeth at me and wouldn't come to me. Get out. You can stay there. Mm -hmm. Good. See if I can. No problem. Anyways, she calls the furnace guy. Right? The furnace guy comes and he's got to move these plants. Mm -hmm. I thought I was busted for sure when I heard this. You know? Right. I would report me, you know? But anyway, he never did. But anyway, I, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. I thought I got away with it. You know, my, my parents, they knew about it, but. They didn't say nothing to me. They let me, you know, they were kind of like they were immigrants and they kind of like, you know, in their own world. Right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm come to, I'm talking to, I'm in Mario's in Union about two years ago. Right. And I'm talking to this young guy next to me. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, where are you from? And he goes, Union. I said, I'm from Union too. I said, what street? He says, Biscayne Boulevard. 
I said, really, what number? And he was reluctant to give me his number. I said, okay, I'll tell you my number. It was a 1260, right? Right. And he looked at me like, that's my house. <laughs> Get out. So anyway, he found out, you know, my name and everything. Right. And he says, well, Phil, you're famous. The whole neighborhood knew about that time when I got busted. Get I out. Know. I'm telling you. <laughs> the whole neighborhood knew. Like just, I couldn't believe it. You know, I'm famous for pot. You're a legend, right? You are a, you're a legend in union to this day. Phil, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, um, there's a play over at the Bucks County Playhouse called Busted, and uh, it's going on May 13th, uh, bcbtheater.org. So I had uh, Scott Collin on from who's in it, and I'm taking Busted Stories. And some of the busted stories that we got tonight, uh, you know, did you ever get caught? And, you know, you figure in New Jersey, we don't get caught. We're too smart to get caught. And so he went, okay, well, give me the, give me the busted stories that you avoided, you know, when you were able to lie your way out of something. And you could call anonymously, we wouldn't care, you know, because that's the true, that's the true art. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pull something, you have to. I try to tell this to my kids because it's funny with the kids. Like when you're a kid and you're lying, you think you've got it all down pat. Like my old man knew anything I did, so like I would go to my father and I would I would give him the story, and he'd be like, "Okay, that's what you're gonna tell your mother. Now I'm gonna tell you what really happened." And you're like, "No!" But now, now that I'm a dad. And I have 16-year-old boys. And, you know, like the cycle of life. Mm-hmm. And this is what you've got to look forward to yeah. with uh, Liam, you know. Yeah. Like all those lies you told to your parents that oh. you think you got to get away with. It's coming back. They're yeah. coming back to tell He's coming mm. back to tell you those stories now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, Rich Soybert was on tonight. I'm sorry? Rich Soybert was on tonight. Oh, yeah. Giant offensive lineman. Oh, that's the great. Schedule's out. Yeah, it dropped. I know. I was just taking a look. Yeah, I, I think they look pretty good. I think uh, I could see like uh, 11 wins out of this yeah. for the Giants. I, I mean, I, building off of last year, it's always hopeful. And, you know, with the division, you know, the Cowboys are going to be garbage. So, you there know, you hopefully go. you'll be good. Well, the Giants and Eagles are going to play at Christmas. Yeah, that would be great. I saw that. And then they're adding like the Black Friday games. And That's the, the Jets and the uh, the Jets uh, and the Dolphins, I think, oh, are going to J- play on Black Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah, that th- that's going to be great. Aaron Rodgers on Black Friday. It's only a matter of time before you'll have an NFL game every night. Pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah. a matter of time. And I don't know if they'll be able to do it, but like because of the quality of the game. Now they want to flex yeah. Thursday night games. But yeah. what they tell you with the flex is that they really don't care if you go to the game. They mm. they do better with you watching the game at home. Yeah, that TV and they can number. get the TV number. Yeah, that they pull on a Thursday, sure. So the idea that like you know, and then the Giants fight this that you know, okay, we're going to take that 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 thousand dollars you spent mm-hmm. to take your family to the Sunday at one game. We're now moving that game to Thursday night. Too bad. Yeah, and it's not a damn thing you can do about it. I know. It yeah. stinks. It, it it really does. But on a good note, the schedule came out today. <laughs> yeah. 10.30. Freehold. New Jersey weather also brought to you by Pet Center in Old Bridge. Adding a puppy to the family can be one of the most joyful experiences of your life. And all Pet Center puppies meet the highest health standards with the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Visit them at PetCenterNJ.com today. Steve Trevelisse, 1-800-283-101.5. Talking about... Uh, 
all things Jersey because that's what we do. And uh, here it is, Thursday night, and Ryan Bissell is here for... I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trev Lines. I read the news today, oh boy. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. A good question, if ever there was one. <laughs> so the first baby stingray born at the, at, uh, the uh, American Dream Sea Life in New Jersey needs to be named. And they have three names that you can vote on now. So uh, Names for the stingray? Yes. Names Would Corvette be one stingray. of them? Unfortunately, Corvette is not Corvette one of the Corvette is not a name it's for the Stingray? one of the nicknames. What's the nick- what, what are the names? So you have three options because they don't trust the internet to come up with their own. They don't. No. They don't um, have a chat GPT that can <laughs> name a fish? What? <laughs> I guess not. But what are so the, the names? The names are Munchkin. Munchkin. Nelly. Nelly. And this is my favorite, Pancake. Stingray with issues. <laughs> that stingray is going to end up in a therapist chair. <laughs> Those are the names. Yeah, Munchkinelli and Pancake. I like Pancake the most. I think that's a fitting name for for a. Uh, How about Sting? Sting. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like that's like naming it after the thing that it does. That's like getting a dog and naming. No, you naming it after the lead singer of the Police. <laughs> I Rocks and Sting. Sting the Stingray. Rough the dog. Rough the, the Sting the Stingray. I don't. I guess. I would name it Corvette. Well, like. I, I guess you know they brought that that model back. Did they? I think the newer ones are also are, are also Corvette Stingrays now. You notice now because they realize that they're losing too much money. You, know, you got to bring back the the old cars with a they. From what I understand, they're they're not as fast as today's cars, but if they brought them back and made them as fast as today's cars, they would sell like crazy. Yeah, I mean these cars today are so boring. Aren't they? They're like they boxes. What car, they, they all look like the same car. And no matter what year. You know, it's not like, well, if I get this model, everybody's going to know it's that year. I drive yeah. an 05. It looks like it's a 15. It looks like it could be, a, you know, 19. Absolutely. And you see people out there all the time and, you know, they're Honda Odysseys from like 2003, you know, trucking <laughs> along like it's nothing. And sometimes you see the shapes of these vehicles and you're like, man, they really were running out of shapes on like the patent. So they were just kind of like, if we angle it just right this way, it won't yeah. look like the, you know, the other one. And- see, Nissan's now getting into the new shapes of cars. Like now their whole marketing thing is, you know, cars that look like uh futuristic cars that have class style. Yeah, um, that's what I thought that the Tesla cars were going to be. And then I feel like they've all been kind of exactly the same, you know, whatever model if it I is. If I spent that much like, money and my car looked exactly the same, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never buy it. Yeah, and it sounds like a vacuum, too. Yeah, really. Mm, driving down the road. <laughs> that was the old joke about the DeLorean because uh, DeLorean got busted for coke. What? So John DeLorean, the guy who invented the DeLorean, oh. was busted for coke. It was yeah. a big, massive coke deal. Um, you know, so you, you know, you knew the DeLorean. DeLorean would try to sniff the white line going down the road. <laughs> that, was the, that was the DeLorean joke. Uh, all right, what else we got? Uh, all right. Um, so uh, the uh, Bo Jackson said that he used to smell the ass of a porcupine to try and cure his year-long hiccups. Did it work? Um, it looks like it did work. It did work. I think so. I would rather have the hiccups. So um, the uh, the method here, he says he's done everything from being scared to drinking water upside down. Um, 
Oh, no, it says that he did try to smell the butt of the porcupine, and it did not work. It did not work. It did not work. What would make him think to do that? I don't know. I don't know where he would find something like that. Was there a porcupine? He's sitting there. I got hiccups. What am I going to do? This is killing me. <laughs> and a porcupine walks by? And how do you think the porcupine felt? What the, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? <laughs> and then the porcupine was like, is that Bo Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> Bo, Bo don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think anybody, I mean, I want to know what the thought process was that made Bo Jackson say, hmm, this could be a, the same one that somebody looked at a lobster and thought that would be a good meal. I mean, <laughs> really, uh, who thought, what would make him think that would work? I'm not sure. Maybe he thought he'd get some like facial acupuncture going. Then the next thing, what would make him think telling anybody about this would be a good idea? <laughs> That's like one of those things though, like. You know, he probably saw the porcupine and was like, maybe if I smell its butt. And then he was like, nah. But maybe if I if I don't, I'll always want to know. So then he had to. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can live without that knowledge. One of those things where, you know, you, you uh, ask yourself, and if you just never find out, you'll always want to know. <laughs> the, the, the angel on the left, smell the ass. <laughs> the angel on the right, no, this is stupid. <laughs> and he succumbed to the angel on the left. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Sesame Street, uh, and I have no problem with this. Let me just say before I say it, Sesame Street is welcoming its first Filipino puppet. Or, so rather, you have Muppet. no. You need to announce that you have no problem with a Filipino puppet. I just have okay. to announce that beforehand because I just didn't realize that the Muppets had any race at all, or the puppets on Sesame Street had any race at all. Because Elmo is red, some of them are pink, some are green. I didn't realize. That, uh, well, wait a minute. I have to get a list of all the characters. Don't they have an Italian in there somewhere? But no, is it just an also an Italian puppet, like a puppet that's also Italian? I don't know. Like, like I, there's also Big Bird, who's just a big yellow bird. Yeah. Well, in today, you know, today we have to. Everything's got to be assigned the race. Everything's got to be assigned the gender. Everything. We got our candy trying to give us, uh, <laughs> trying to tell us how we should behave sexually. So I mean, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I remember when they were just there for the entertainment of children. Now we're going to teach them something. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe we'll name a school after. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about the porcupine? What was the race of the porcupine? The porcupine, race of the porcupine, uh, as fast as it can go. He was racing like hell. Yeah, yeah as fast get the hell go. away from Bo Jackson. All right, hold on. It's on New Jersey 101.5. Sending you to see the great shows at the Carteret Pack this May. You can win tickets to see Abamania Saturday, May 20th, or Menopause the Musical hmm, on Sunday, May 21st. Two grand prize winners will also win brunch at the Underground Bistro before the show. Enter now to win on NJ1015.com. And good luck. I uh, opened the uh, Carteret Pack, by the way. Say, say, so you know. Really? I was, yes, I was the first man to walk out on stage with a microphone at the Carteret Pack. Wow, a piece of history. Do they have your picture anywhere? No, oh. I got nothing. I got, I walked, I was doing, it was Mike Marino was the headliner, mm. and uh, I was the opener, and uh, Jimmy Palumbo was the feature. And I was the first guy to walk out on stage and right, greet the peoples and do the comedy. And then the following night, back up there, the following week, the Smithereens, the official opening with the Smithereens. Wow. And uh, Senator Declan O'Scanlan was there. And uh, you got a picture of this, right? They have a, you walk in, mm -hmm. and they have a ceiling-to-floor glass. 
which I don't know about. Whoa. So I'm about to walk into the place <laughs> and they give me my ticket. I got my ticket, right? So they, you know, the security is letting me in. I turn and I hear by the box office, Trev! And it's Lauren Presley from Sirius Satellite. Uh -huh. And Lauren used to work here and we did shows together here. I'm like, Lauren, how you doing? I got to go inside because they're pushing me in now. And I walk smack into the plate <laughs> glass window, knock myself on my ass. I, I'm just laughing. I mean, this is hysterical. And every, are you all right? right? I'm, just, I'm just sitting there openly laughing like a schmuck. All right. What else is going on? In other news. In other news, um, Bischoff's is coming back. The 90-year-old ice cream company, uh, originally from Teaneck, that closed its doors at the end of 2022, um, will be opening up a pop-up on May 29th pop on Cedar Lane. Is that a form of a cone? A pop? No. Uh, so a pop-up. They're they're opening up like a little temporary uh, temporary stand mm. um, where they're going starting it all over again. <laughs> we can one day build this stand into a store, and then we'll close, and it'll be great. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you say that. So um, that's the plan. <laughs> they have the pop-up starting on May 29th, and uh, if they're able to raise enough money, they're gonna uh, completely remodel Bischoff's and reopen okay. with a new chef and a new menu. So. Mm. If you're a they fan were an of, um, ice cream parlor? Yeah, they were an ice cream parlor in Teaneck uh, that, that was open chef? for 90 years. How about that? Yeah. And why would they, the guy didn't, you know, he still got some still got some life left in him. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> 95 I mean, years old. I can still scoop. What's the problem here? Give me the cone. <laughs> it looks like the guy that owns it um, and a few of his buddies that are going to work on it with him. Mm -hmm. um, definitely not in their 90s. No, um, I would imagine. Maybe not. more like in their 50s okay. or something. But, uh, but they exciting. got right hands and you crush a Volkswagen because they're scooping. Oh yeah, they got muscles. They I can, can only imagine how cold that ice cream must be. I mean, I can hardly scoop the ice cream out of like the the uh, pint container. Some days, you know. These, when we had uh, the place in Seattle, Coffee Dot Comedy, next to us was a place called Yum Yum, mm -hmm. and they were an ice cream parlor. They would come down on Mother's Day, and they would start scooping on Mother's Day. And all they did was a line up the block <laughs> as people would come in, just get get your cone, get your sundae, whatever. The ice cream was sensational. They put a gumdrop in the bottom of the cone to keep the ice cream from leaking out. That's genius. And exactly. And people would line up and they would they would make enough money <laughs> to finance their Hawaiian home and their Florida home. <laughs> just from scoop, scoop, scoop. <laughs> and it worked from Mother's Day till Labor Day. That's genius. Yeah. So what's your favorite ice cream flavor? You had to pick. I would go if I had to pick. Well, I would get from them. I would get the uh, one scoop of the either Rocky Road or Vanilla Fudge Swirl and the other scoop of the pistachio. And really? Oh, no. They also had an Almond Joy ice cream that was really good. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, Almond Joy is... coconut in it and the almonds. Oh, yeah. I love Almond Joy way more than Mounds because it has the, the almonds in there. Exactly. What's, yeah. your, uh, what's your favorite? My favorite, I, I really like... Um, Anything that has the peanut butter cups in them. So like the uh, friendlies, they have like the, the whatever their uh, loaded flavors are. I forget what they call it. But they have um, one that's like a, almost like a, a baseball cup thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's, it's like a Phillies thing. Yeah, yeah. They, it's got like, I don't know, graham crackers and caramel they stuff call it, it. They call it Sunday. They call it the um, like the Sunday game or something like Sunday that. Sunday scoop something. Yeah. Something fancy and ice creamy. You I know what see it. <laughs> you know what sizings I've always hated? I, I might have mentioned this before. I hate the sizings at uh Coldstone Creamery. 
Really? Because they don't have large or small or medium. They have need it, want it, gotta have it. And they'll <laughs> act like they can't hear you. You'll be like, can I have a large? And they'll look at you and they'll be like, say it. And you'll be like, I don't wanna. And they'll be like, say it. And you're like, I gotta have a lot. I gotta have some vanilla ice cream. Ah, now they're happy. Great show, man. Great week. This has been the Steve Travelly Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.